wonderful people and welcome to Bad Thought Therapy. I'm Sheree Hardy. It is always a pleasure to share with you. It's been a beautiful day in the neighborhood and this episode will be a part of my mother to son segment, mother to son. Um, So many things inspired me to do this particular episode, but I'm going to talk about the heart and mind of a good woman, the heart and mind of a good woman. Before I begin, I have to say that you, as a young man, you have to decide who you are as a person. Because if you want a good woman, you're going to have to be a good man or striving to be a good man. And so this message is for my sons who want to be good men because a good woman is not going to stay in a toxic relationship. A woman who has a very healthy mental state, emotional state, she's not going to feel comfortable. She might get in a relationship like that and she might even try to work on it, but she's not going to be able to stay because the conflict is too great. Whenever, you know, people make this, this um, I don't know what you call it, but it's really a myth that opposites attract. Well, opposites can attract, but I would just say this, opposites do not stay together. So if you have a lot of issues mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and then you try to get with someone who doesn't have those issues, what will happen is there will be such a great level of conflict that you won't be able to stay together. And so usually if it's a good woman, she's going to leave. So if you're looking for a good woman, I'm going to share some things with you that give you the characteristics of a good woman. The thing is, you have to ask yourself, can you handle it? Can you handle these things? And unfortunately, the reason why I do Mother of the Son is because I met so many men, young, middle-aged, and older, who have not reconciled and dealt with their issues. Now, I had been—I heard a guy, um, he's, a, he's a podcaster too, has a very big following, very influential guy, impactful guy. And he was using the term broken. And I've used that term so much. He was talking about his brokenness and getting healing. And I've definitely used the term brokenness. I've actually written about it 20 some years ago. I was writing about this, but I I started, I don't know why, but when he was using the term broken, I started to think, can humans really be broken? Like a glass breaks and be broken or a vase or, Um, you know, a cabinet, can we really be broken? And I think what the issue is, is not that we're broken. We are imperfect, all human beings, no matter how good we are, how healthy we are, we're not perfect. And so our imperfections, because we're never taught how to deal with imperfection, we are guaranteed it is inevitable that everybody is going to be imperfect. But at the same time, we're not taught really how to deal with that and how to not only deal with our own imperfections, but deal with the imperfections of others. And really at the bottom, at the end of the day, it's about knowing how to love. Because if you're going to love, you're going to be involved with people who aren't perfect. They have issues and you have issues and you can still experience the beauty of love. But for whatever the reason, most of us, we spend either time trying to hide our imperfections, trying to justify them, um, just minimizing them and how they're impacting us. But the bottom line is we are all born with flaws. And so um, 
if we want to, um, we have to give what we want. We have to reciprocate what we want. So if we want someone to love us with all of our flaws, we have to be able to love other people with their flaws. And that's what, when I listened to this, I won't say the podcaster's name, but when I was listening to him, he shared a story about being married. You know, he had certain expectations being married. He got married, I think, in his late 20s. And then he wasn't getting something that he needed out of the marriage. So he ended up going outside of the marriage and having extramarital affairs. And I believe that, um, if my memory is correct, he was the one that initiated the divorce. And he ended up divorcing his wife. And his wife was, because she was a good woman and she was a healthy-minded woman, she wasn't going to try to fight him, just try to stay together. And he might have interpreted that as she wasn't, she didn't really want to be in the marriage. But I, and that's why I'm doing this podcast, because I want you to understand that um, there are women and they're healthy-minded. And healthy-minded women are not women who are going to try to um, to stay in things that are toxic. If they're really a healthy-minded woman and a good woman, no, they are going to let you go if you are not trying to make adjustments yourself. So, if, you know, and, and that kind of thing. So I just want to just put this out here, some some traits of a good woman. When you meet one, you'll know. Number one, she won't be perfect. And when this, when I, and again, this inspired me to do this episode. When this guy was sharing his testimony, I thought to myself, this lady was almost a saint. <laughs> she was almost a saint. And he just could not handle that. And I know this is going to seem a little slanted because I'm a woman myself. But I know a lot of different women. I know they're women from all walks of life. And I've shared on this podcast you know, as an educator, I've taught thousands and thousands of girls. As a business owner, I've met hundreds, made thousands, same thing, thousands of women from all walks of life, from women who were homeless, women lived in mansions, women educated, women uneducated, women with character, women who don't have care. I mean, I just, just my, my experiences, I think, have, have really made it possible for me to talk about something that I know. So there are different kinds of women, and I'm going to share the things, the qualities that good women have. And so, and I'm doing this, talking to you as a son, so that you can recognize her, and you have to make a decision, do you want to be with a good woman? Because what I realized when I was listening to this man, he really didn't want a good woman. He really didn't know what he wanted. And he might have even had some other kind of confusion, but that's a whole nother podcast for another time. But um, sometimes people don't even realize that they don't want what they think they want. They're, they're infatuated with this ideal. So here are some characteristics of a good woman. Number one, she's not going to be perfect. And if you get with a good woman, it's going to go back to that 80-20 thing that people talk about from time to time. She'll probably have 80% of the things that you like, and there'll be this 20% that you don't like. And some of that, I even say, why try to change the 20%? That's just, she's imperfect or she's flawed. And it's all perception too, because different men want different things. So in other words, that 20%, it may not be bad to one man or it may not be an issue for one man, but for another man, it may be an issue. So you, you're, go, you're not going to meet a perfect person because you're not perfect. So that's the first thing you got to accept. If you want someone to really accept you, for who you are you have to understand that your wife your spouse is not going to be perfect and you have to first put her humanity first and I think some kind of way and I don't know how this happens 
humanity is lost. <laughs> I, I don't get it. The recognition of humanity. I just did a poster for my classroom. And then on this poster, I put, I am human. You are human. We are human. Some kind of way people forget that whatever it is I want for myself, I want it because I'm a human being. Not because I'm a woman. Not because of my profession. It's just that I'm a human and all humans have certain needs and certain desires and you must never forget that because there have been these false teachings and out there and they're they're so pervasive and they're accepted as truths and they're really lies but people get caught up into gender things so women only want certain things or can do certain things or need certain things and men have to have certain things and you know getting as men women kind of thing and the bottom line is though is humans have certain needs. So the, a good woman is a human being first. Before she's even a woman, she's a human. You don't want to forget that, and she's not going to be perfect, and she's going to have some issues. And yes, some of those issues um, may be bothersome to you, but the bottom line is she's a good woman. It's going to be like 80% of her is going to be perfect. And you don't want to give up the 80% and go for the 20%. And you lose the 80%. And I think that that is exactly what this man did. Because I don't think, and I, I, I'm not trying to be a neg- be negative, but I, he's not going to find another woman like his wife, his ex-wife. He's just not. And so that's just how it is. So you, you can miss out on an opportunity to have a beautiful relationship and have someone there in your corner. So that's the first thing. She's not going to be perfect. The second thing is she's not going to be someone who's going to fuss all the time. A good woman learns that, you know, raising her voice and rolling her neck and all that drama hurts her. So some men, and I've actually taught people that say this, they actually want some of this kind of drama. And they're turned on by it. And I don't know what comes first, the chicken or the egg. I don't know if TV has created this because there is an intentional effort. TV has an agenda. So everything you see on TV. And when you see black women fussing at each other and arguing and fighting one another, that's intentional to try to to, to push that out there as a no, something normal. And so I saw a cat with a shirt on and said, normal isn't coming back. So but that is actually abnormal for people to not be able to just have a conversation and talk through things. So I want you to keep that in mind that number one, you're not going to have a person that's going to raise her voice. She is going to communicate things um, in a very calm way she's a good woman she may be very suggestive because she doesn't want to hurt your feelings a good woman is not going to say you suck in this area she's not going to say that but she might suggest that you're struggling in an area because she would do little things to create this suggestion because when she's a good woman she's not trying to hurt your feelings and she's real intentional about not hurting you um, because not only, you know, there's this thing in my house we always say, it's not that people have fragile egos. Some people don't have an ego at all. So when you're dealing with them, it really is like you're walking on eggshells because you know how fragile they are emotionally. So she's not going to hurt you. The other thing is a good woman is going to be a good steward over most things of her life. She may not be perfect, but she probably is very responsible. She probably is very responsible with her money. She 
is not going to be a person that's going to probably squander um, her resources. She's going to be very resourceful. And that's intentional because she understands that it's not a matter of if she will have a rainy day, it's when. And she wants to be prepared for that. So a good woman, in other words, is going to kind of have herself together financially. She may not have a lot of money, but she probably isn't a person that you know, might be getting an eviction notice anytime soon. And I'm not saying that a woman is a bad woman if that happens, but a lot of good women, and this is very intimidating for some men, is that she will have herself together. Now, what's ironic, and I've, I've seen this happen, where a woman is, you know, financially, she's sound, and she pretty much has herself together, and the man, he's he wants to come in, and he wants to dominate and control her, but he has not contributed to her success whatsoever. And so a good woman is is not going to allow that because she knows that a good man is supposed to be able to manage himself and lead. And that means that he has to be responsible with money too. And if he's not, she's not going to talk about him like a dog and she's not going to put him down, but she's probably not going to want to find, she's not going to find him attractive and want to be with him. So a good woman really is expecting for a man to mirror her so if she's good with her finances a good woman is probably going to want someone who's also good with their finances and here's the thing and i'm going back to that particular um podcaster and he did an interview with a woman um he was the one being interviewed it's so interesting he said she was low maintenance and i didn't know how to take that i didn't know if he saw that as like you know like an issue or what you know but she didn't want material things. And he mentioned that she didn't have any name brand unless he purchased it. And so a good woman is usually smart. And I, I just have to say this, you know, we live in a society that teaches you or tries to trick you into believing that if you buy something with a certain name on it, that thing is better. That's actually a myth. And so the weakest of these get caught up into that because a purse at, and I'm going to get him a shout out, Ross, that costs $29.99, can carry a woman's money just as well as a purse that costs $29,000 at some expensive name brand store. It's a trick. And so when people are caught up in the world, there are a lot of people and they don't know it They because they, they, they talk about God, they believe in God but they're still caught up in the world. That's a world system. I remember years ago when I saw the movie Blood Diamond and I saw it at the theater and I was just shaken up. I mean, the movie just disturbed me that people could kill and just be so brutal over these stones. And so I started to question, well, what is a diamond? Like, what is it about a diamond? And you know, at the end of the day, a diamond is simply a rock. It is a clear rock. It has no value. It's only, it, the value has been placed on it because it has no value. You can't eat diamonds, but they do not provide any nourishment. You can't build a house with diamonds. They don't, you can't create shelter with a diamond. You can't make a car with a diamond. In other words, a diamond technically has no value whatsoever. Someone is a part of a scheme. It's from someone has said it's valuable. When really, when you pull back all the layers, it's not valuable at all. And it's the same way with some of these so-called name brands. When the guy said that, you know, the only name brands she had were the things that he had bought her, 
Well, maybe she, a smart woman, realizes that that's not going to make me. I'm giving somebody rich $29,000 or $100,000 to buy some of these so-called name brands. They're rich. And I, if I lose my job, I'm not going to be able to pay my rent or my car note. Why should I go out and buy the so-called name brand? So a good woman is a smart woman. And you have to make up your mind what you're what you're into because that's worldly. You know, it's so many people now, they're they're barely hanging on financially. And they have all kinds of name brands. When at the end of the day, in their minds they may tell themselves, Okay, well I want the best. But technically a purse that costs twenty nine thousand dollars is not really the best. It's not better than that is the trick and anybody who is not thinking deep enough might is easy to be tricked into that so be mindful of that i always say and we talk about this a lot in my house even if i were a millionaire or a billionaire it's certain things i wouldn't buy because it doesn't make sense a shirt that costs let's say fifty dollars is not necessarily going to cover my body any differently than a shirt that costs let's say twenty five thousand dollars it, it's, it's really no difference. Maybe the shirt that costs $25,000 will last a little longer, but that is a trick because they play on our own human flaw of wanting to feel better than, wanting to be, to feel good. And we think, and they've tricked, some people have been tricked. I can't say us because I'm, I'm not even in this group, but some people have been tricked to believe that that a certain car or a certain clothing or watch or bag it because it costs more it's better than and that is just a straight-up lie and a good woman is a smart woman and she knows that so she's not she may not be caught up into material things um you know if you give her an expensive gift she might accept it and appreciate it even but it does but in her mind she knows that this purse that costs you know ten thousand dollars is not better than a purse that costs, you know, $30 at Ross. I'm giving them another shout out. Ross, you know, come on, let me let me do an ad for you. But that's just the reality. And so you got to understand if you are not, this is why I say you have to really figure out what you want in life because if you want to be a good man, you'll know that too. You'll realize that there are people and they may not, and it's so interesting because they don't say it directly, but really they are obsessed with money. And they're doing everything they can to try to pimp people out of money. And it's because they're materialistic. They're in the world. And it's very easy to be caught up in the world and, and still try to be hanging on to some kind of spiritual foundation too. And we have to be mindful because it's easy to be still caught up in the world. And you can't have both. You can't be friends with the world and really truly be a servant of God. Because what will happen is your service will be just so you can get the things of the world. And I see people, this is one person I listen to and, I, and I've and i actually prayed for him because I, what I can see is he's right on the edge. If he's not careful, because he really, he's a part of the, whether he knows it or not, he's in the world, he's trying to be a godly man. He's I think he's a good man, but I think it's very easy to get caught up because you gotta be careful when you are living in the world and you're talking to people in the world and then you use your service so you can just collect things. Yes, we all have bills, 
and I, I expect the servants of the Lord to have their bills paid and to be taken care of. But you have to be careful because it's one thing that, to have your bills paid and have your needs met. It's another thing to live this life of excess, um, excess and, and, and luxury and say it all because God wants me to have the best, you know, and that kind of thing. And I and and I caution that you gotta be real careful about that because at the end of the day, there are people who are following you and listening to you and they can barely pay their rent and you're not gonna pay it. These people that be out here trying to, you know, you know, they out here telling you all this stuff, they're not gonna pay your bills. They are here telling you that, you know, you gotta do this and you gotta do that, but they are not going to come and you give them your money and join their club and all of this stuff. But if you can't pay your mortgage or you can't pay your car note, they're not going to be there. But going back to a good woman, she's going to see through all that. She's not going to be materialistic. A good woman may not. This is tough. I know that so many men have said that men are stimulated by what they see. And in our society, there's only one kind of sort of a one-dimensional view of beauty is just constantly promoted. From the time a male is born until the time that he's probably, let's say, 16 years old, he has probably seen a million images of a particular, whether it's direct and direct, particular kind of beauty or look. So in his mind, that's the trophy. That That's the goal to get this looking person she's probably not going to have natural kinky hair her skin is probably going to be a little lighter um, her eyes are probably going to be lighter she's going to be a certain size but a good woman and this is what I want to emphasize is not going to be that one dimensional a good woman may have very dark skin and she may have very kinky hair and full lips good women come in different shapes and sizes and hair textures and that gets missed because if you you know and then you get criticized. I just saw something and I didn't I didn't get too deep into it, but apparently there was this boxer and somebody was criticizing him. He uh, talking about his wife or his girlfriend and beautiful girl. There was a picture of them together, and the, this podcast was basically trying to say you know I don't know you want to bother him because he's a boxer but the girl they had a picture of the boxer and his girlfriend beautiful girl but she's not skinny and so a good woman may not be skinny you know and that's a lot of men miss out because if you get fixated on that and then I always make a joke about this because I'm a I'm a curvy woman myself and I always have been I'm telling you this most people even if they wanted that they might not make that choice because they don't want to be harassed. They don't want to be molested about choosing someone that's not skinny. So you have to be really strong because <clears throat> what if a good woman doesn't come, it doesn't weigh 110 pounds? What if she weighs 150 pounds? So you got to understand that a good woman is not going to be just one size and you have to make up your mind, hey, I, this woman treats me well. I think she looks good. But that, you know, you got trolls and you got other situations going on. And we live in a very, and we're not in our native continent where you, you know, full figure is what's considered beautiful. I don't know how it's changed a lot, but, you know, we come from a place where the bigger you were, the more beautiful you were. 
And so we have really been influenced now. Your skin color, people are bleaching their skin and they're they're actually going bald trying to change their hair texture and, and they're dying just trying to meet this artificial one-dimensional view of beauty. So you got to make up your mind what kind of woman you want. She may not be small. She actually may be full-figured and you may like her and don't be afraid to like someone like that. So let's go over number one. She's going to have a good temperament. She's not going to be a hell raiser. She's not going to be somebody fussing all the time. She may have moments where she gets a little frustrated and she is emotional because she is human first. But if you want, if you're looking, if you're not healthy emotionally, you will think that someone that's acting out and being dramatic is something appealing and that's sort of sick. And so a good woman is not going to do all that. She's going to be real calm and she's not going to be fussing at you and, you know, going back and forth with you. Number two, she's going to be really responsible. She's going to be responsible with her money. She's probably going to be someone who has gotten her education and gets up and goes to work. And she's not going to be caught up in materialistic things because I know for me, I'm not giving a millionaire in my little hard-earned money. Money, You know, I'm not, you know, I buy, I, there are things I have to buy, but I'm not going to go out and buy something and spend, you know, let's say $3,000 for a handbag when that person who whose name is on the handbag is already a billionaire or millionaire. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And a good woman gets that. And, you know, she may, you know, again, she may have that, but she's not caught up into that. She's not, it's not an obsession with her. There are some people that are obsessed. You got to be really careful because you got people now that kind of twist that. Like, well, you know, God wants you to have the best and this is the best, but that's a lie. What is a diamond but a clear rock? What is an emerald, a green rock? The value, it has no value. You can't do anything with it. You can't eat it. You can't build a house with it. You can't build a car with it. What it is is that someone has placed its value. It is a scheme. And it's the same way with these so-called name brands. Maybe they do last a little longer than other clothing, but they're not. it's not like those things are really worth more. And you got people out here, they working overtime trying to get those things and selling you these pipe dreams. And you got to be careful because good women and good women also accept you as you are. And this is the part that really inspired me to do this episode because when I listened to this brother give his testimony and how he had, you know, divorced his wife and he um, and he had cheated on her and all these things. And it was it started with her not giving him the sex that he wanted, the amount of sex he wanted. What's ironic is that, and I I, I told this story to, to my daughter, and I was like, well, we, we both know why she wasn't, because it wasn't good. And so a good woman, again, is not just going to come out and say, you suck. What she's going to do is she's going to try to make suggestions. And sure enough, later, I saw him talk about this. She was trying to suggest to him some things that he couldn't, he didn't even realize, because, it, again, a good woman is not going to try to hurt you she's going to do everything she can to try to help you and she's going to try to be encouraging so just keep all that in mind i'm running out of time um i pray that you will be able to accept a good woman they are good women all around you and try your best son not to get caught up into these narrow um ideas about beauty and about what you should have and how things should be a good woman is a human first and don't ever forget her humanity because if you if you get caught up into 
gender before you get caught up into her humanity, you'll miss something critical. But you got to give her what you want. She will accept you as you are. And, but at the same time, she's going to be praying and hoping that you all can grow and that you can be better. And so a good woman needs to be accepted and loved as she is. And she needs to be accepted and loved unconditionally. And I don't want you to forget that. And that is how you will be happy. Um, there was a, this guy, his name is David Burrus, B-U-R-R-U-S-S. See if you can find him on YouTube. He was on a podcast and he had some very powerful things to say about manhood and being a good husband. And I would let him tell it. I'm not going to tell it because I'm a, I'm a woman and I'm just here as your surrogate mother. I'm your mother here praying for you. But listen to him because I had never heard of anyone talk about manhood and being a husband the way David Burris did. So I'm going to put try to find his website and put it in this um in the description box and son as always I love you and I wish you well peace and abundant blessings to you take care